0: what's up guys welcome to the podcast you are listening to keeping it raw and my name is raw welcome to the show so if this is your first time listening this being my first show it's probably because you're one of my good friends so you somehow got suckered into watching this thing however i do want to go ahead and just say what's up um to everybody out there and this episode is really just going to be like an introduction it's going to be just talking about what I guess this show really is talking about what this show's gonna be. And uh, yeah, so if you want other guests or co-hosts or something, you're gonna have to listen to another podcast, another episode rather of this podcast, because today it's just gonna be me solo running solo. I thought actually about because I'm gonna have guests in here. I thought about having it called Rawl and company. I thought that would have actually been dope. And I somewhat regret not having that done now. But This is just what you're going to get right now. So I do want to go ahead and just let you know, I have a son and I know that seems random and I'll, it'll make sense why I explain that here in just a minute, but I have a couple YouTube channels. So I have like six YouTube channels. I have six because I couldn't quite get my bearings right. I mean, this is an all-in thing, right? Podcasts, yeah. I could have like 10 different podcast episodes all on 10 different subjects. However, I just felt like doing it all in in one big mama bunny. I don't know what that means. But it's all about to happen right now. You're listening to the podcast. You're listening to Keep It Raw. Let's just jump into it. So I um, <clears throat> I I have like six YouTube channels. The reason I mention that is because... Each YouTube channel is so different from the other. I mean, there are two that I started off with that are pretty similar. Just they have random stuff on them. All my YouTube channels have randomness except, I guess, three different ones. So I started off with Raw Fireside. <clears throat> I got that one because I was a fireman at that time. And I thought that was a cool name. My second one was Raw Burns Alive because... I got more spiritual with it and I was like, Oh, I'm on fire, you know, for God kind of thing. And that's where that came from. Uh, the third one is, uh, now called daddy Fool Raul and that's my main one now that I post stuff to, but it's so rare. Um, I have, uh, another one called dad ventures with Levi, uh, which is just like vlogging style kind of podcast with my son um he was a couple years ago actually it was probably like three years ago he's probably like two or three years old i have another one called trump mario run which is donald trump playing a game that was released on um iphone like a couple years ago and it's basically donald trump um playing the game mario run yeah and so but here's the deal with that okay Sounds like a cool idea, right? Like Trump playing a game, a walkthrough game, Mario Run. So the thing was that I was going to be <clears> – <throat> my Donald Trump impression is what's weak on this. So my Donald Trump impression sounds like Batman, and um, it sounds like – Okay, so the reason I say Batman is because you know how Bruce Wayne has a regular voice, and then when he turns into Batman, it turns more deep like this or something like that. So – my Donald Trump impression sounds like he's imitating Batman or sounds like he is Batman maybe. It's kind of like if uh like Donald Trump saying um, I've got to build a wall. This is not Donald Trump, I Batman, quit saying I'm Donald Trump. That kind of thing. But it's also kind of like um uh Donald Trump using the bathroom. So in the game I would actually play it like I was Donald Trump trying to be quiet because using the I the story was that he was in the bathroom playing the game. It's like a game you play on your phone and in the bathroom. That's what the game is. <clears throat> so he's like, I'm Donald Trump. I'm in the bathroom right now. I'm trying to be quiet. I'm playing the game. And I could tell you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all the coins. I'm in Mario. I'm playing this Mario guy. He's a great plumber. He's the greatest plumber in the world. I'm going to play this game. And I'm going to get all the points, all the coins. So that's what the game was. Uh, and, and so... I was like, okay, I did a couple of videos with that and then I was like, okay, let me change up the character. So let me change it to Mickey Mouse. So <clears throat> my voice is messed up right now, so it's not going to sound quite right, but um if I was being Mickey Mouse, it would sound like a Oh, hey guys. Uh are you pals out there? Oh man, I can't even do it. This sounds so weak. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'll do another sh- podcast, I promise. That's it. I could tell you this. Okay, so um yeah, anyway, and then I have another YouTube channel, which is completely gonna, it's completely it's totally different from the other ones. It's kind of where I got into pop culture stuff, and um, and it did really well. I got like I I it, it it's done really well. So I just I'm not prepared to release that and talk about that yet because uh, I don't quite want my friends to know that I did that because it sounds it's it seems weird now. I'm telling everybody else. Uh, nobody's gonna ever find it, so I don't really care. But I um. Yeah, so I have like among the six YouTube channels, I have like six to 700 uh, subscribers. Pretty weak numbers for all those YouTube channels, but most of them are just random. Now, um, I said that part about me being a father because on my main channel, Daddy Fool Raul, I um, put a uh, like a, oh my goodness, I can't, like a montage video, I guess you would say. Good. I'm not sure quite what you would call it. Um, It's just a video. uh, So every morning when I would take my son to his nanny's house, I would uh, tell him a dad joke. And so I compiled all these little clips of me telling him dad jokes into one video and um, put it online. And um, and then somebody had commented or commented, I guess, that I should share it... um, I should post on this one site and they'll, they'll kind of, um, buy it for like commercials and stuff. So I put a couple of videos on there and then a year later, which was pretty recently, a couple of weeks ago, that video was bought by this company. And, um, yeah, it had like, um, last time I checked, it had like 140 something thousand people that watched it. It was, it's pretty dope. So I don't know if that's considered going viral, but it was it was pretty dope. So um, yeah, that's why I mentioned that dad jokes are legit. Dad jokes are fun. And if you don't like a dad, if you don't have a dad joke up your sleeve, man, you really got to prioritize your life. Come on. I mean, come on. So, <clears throat> okay, so I am a huge fan of The Office, uh, like it's... Right now, it's what my Instagram name is, the Office underscore guy. Um, that's what my PlayStation name is, the Office guy. Like it's been like that for years and years and years. Like I was an original. Oh man, I'm gonna have one of my friends on the show, uh, co-host with me, and yeah, we were original UK Office watchers. And I only remember watching the first episode of the UK version of The Office, and that may have been all we got to. And then not long a- oh, that was back in the blockbuster days. So <clears throat> let me explain the blockbusterness era. Okay, blockbuster. <clears throat> not only blockbuster. There's a ton of them. Now I um, you would go into Blockbuster. It was a place where they had all these. It was the it was the store Netflix, okay? It was like what Netflix is, Blockbuster was, but Blockbuster got on bandwagon too long, and they didn't, and sorry, it's too late. We don't care. Okay, so here's what happened. Blockbuster was this video store that you can go to and rent movies, okay? And you would make a whole trip of it. Like You would spend probably 30 minutes there in Blockbuster trying to pick a movie, and then you would buy the movie rent it okay pay for it up front and then you would take it home hoping it was going to be good enough okay you just spent 30 minutes looking for this movie right or looking for a movie or looking for something to watch you took it home you hoped that this thing was good because yeah that's what it was like it's not like netflix where you can watch you can scroll through it and watch the trailer to it you know before you actually watch it it's It's so convenient now, I'm telling you. It's so cool. Now, um, so what Netflix did was they came out with the whole rent a DVD. So you would have to go onto the Netflix.com site, search all these DVDs, rent it. It It would get to you in the mail like two business days, and then you would watch it, and then you would mail it back. That's what Netflix originally was. And then they came out with a streaming option. So here's the deal with the way Netflix was when you had to rent them and they would be mailed to you. Blockbuster chose not to get on that bandwagon. Blockbuster was like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And then when they decided to do it, it was way too late. Netflix took over the market like crazy. There was no no one could catch up. No one was even close. So Netflix totally killed them. Yeah, it's crazy to think about the fact that I remember when Netflix was starting. <clears throat> Anyway, so we were the original Office uh, UK version watchers. And so when the when we heard about the new one coming out in America, we were like, dude, this is so legit. This is going to be the dopest thing ever. The dopest and it was. And the first episode of the US version of The Office came out and we were like, this is a shot for shot remake of the UK version. This is dope. And then the second episode came out, and it was so different, and it was so cool that they went with their own different thing. And, um, and yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty, it was pretty exciting to be a part of that. And it's even cooler now to say that I was an OG Office fan. Like, that is a weird title to be a proud member of. Now, um, so yeah, that's how, and I got my friend, we'll, we'll talk about it and see if he remembers those days. And I know he does because he's the one that would rent this stuff because I didn't have any money growing up and he did. And so he would have to rent these, uh, uh, everything we watched at blockbuster just because he was cool like that. He would do that. So, uh, yeah, so that's what happened. Okay. So I have to get into this. This is something so crazy. This is something so new that has happened this week that I have to, I have to get this off my chest okay so a couple years ago i work in an office okay a couple years ago um i work in an office of about six people so and uh there was a hurricane that came through it was hurricane matthew and our office got flooded Uh, it's not because it was in a low-lying area, it's because the roof collapsed and it flooded everything. So we had these huge fans come in. Okay, so I know I'm going, it seems like I'm going long into this story, but I'm gonna tell you, it has, it's a story where I got robbed, okay? That's what this story is about. These huge fans were in here, and the reason that the huge fans were in the office were to uh, dehydrate the office, to get all the uh, uh, you know, to stop it from molding, to blow on the uh, ground. It was, the point was to clear out all the water in the office. So during this happening, um, one of these days that the huge fans were going off, um, three guys ran into the store, shot a bullet in the air, and told everybody, you know, put their hands up. They're basically robbing the place. So everybody's down on the ground with their hands up, and... They're asking for the money. So I'm the one closest to um, me and another person were the closest basically to where they were when they came in. So I kind of like I didn't I'm not saying I took the lead or anything, but I the person I was working with was a female. So I was definitely trying to like, dude, it's okay, You know, we're going to do what you want, you know, because I just assumed that I was going to be I was feeling okay in the heat of the moment. And I didn't want anybody else to either get hurt. I didn't want anybody else to be a part of it or feel like they were, you know, so I I was like, okay. In the heat of the moment. So I was like aware of that. So I was like, okay, okay. What do you guys want? You guys want our money. So we, I was like, you, you guys want money. You guys want, you know, what do you guys want? Just, it's okay. You know, just kind of reassuring them. Hey, it's okay. We'll, we're not going to fight. We gonna give you whatever you want so you can hurry up and leave. Cause we don't want you here and you don't want to be here. Right? So, they were asking for money, they were, and so we didn't have money because we had like $300 plus another $200 because somebody brought in uh, money for something. So we had like $500 altogether, okay? $550, $554, to be exact, okay? So what happened was they came in with the guns, they robbed us, and they were getting mad because they couldn't find money. Well, I had money in this envelope. And I was trying to give them the envelope, and I think in their mind they were thinking we were like a bank, and so that we would have them in tills that we would have, you know, stacks of cash. I guess that that's that's what they were thinking. I'm not quite sure. So that happened. They were getting upset, and I was concerned. So I I gave them this envelope that had 254 dollars in it, uh, and and the guys they were like. Uh, uh, mad that I was giving the envelope because they were asking for money. And I was like, this is the money like here. And in my mind, obviously we're on two separate fields because they were expecting a bunch of money. And I was just thinking, here's any money. So here's 250 bucks like here. And he wasn't understanding what I was saying. So he took the envelope and he threw it. Well, when he threw it, he didn't realize that when he threw it, the money, the 20 started stacking out out of the envelope, right? He threw it and the money jerked around in the envelope and started flying out. <clears throat> he never saw it. So he's getting mad and mad and mad. And I didn't realize that he didn't see it, the money flying out or that he didn't even take the money, but he, um, he was getting worse. And so he hadn't the, the guy that shot in the air, they all three had guns. And the guy that shot in the air had his gun on my head. Okay. And he was walking me around like getting mad. And I was like, okay, this is what I was thinking the whole time. This guy came in here with the intent to rob us for money okay he can't find money so he already did something so stupid he's probably gonna be even more stupider and do something even more stupid to top it because he's like i'm already getting in trouble for this it's nothing for me to cap somebody that's what my mindset was so when I started realizing that, because he kept saying, where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? They kept getting upset and more upset and more upset. And I was like, this guy got a gun in my head. So like, I'm like, dude, that we don't have any money. Like it's a Wednesday, not even at lunchtime yet. You came in my office asking for money thing. I don't know what you thought this was, but we're trying to give you everything we do have. So he like, uh, one of them takes one of the girl's purse and, um, my manager was like one of my best friends um he was there and he was like trying to he was trying to uh like he was taking off his watch because he started getting afraid because the guy that was pointing his gun at my head he was worried like so he started taking off his watch like taking out his wallet and stuff like hey man we don't have anything you can have everything we want you want my like he was going in because he was like you ain't about to do nothing to my people like that's how he was he was in it so um he got us all on the floor and like it was still so loud in there because the fans were still going and it was so loud and we didn't realize that they had left because they had us all get on the ground or whatever and so I'm on the ground and the girl next to me is praying and uh, my friend is over here and then I'm on the ground and I'm just like praying like God, I need you to get them out of here. Like, we're done with these people. And I was trying to reassure her, like, they don't want us. They just want the money. They ain't trying to hurt us. You know, that kind of stuff. So that was going on. Well, um... It was it was pretty intense. It was pretty intense. We didn't even notice that they left. They're probably gone maybe only like 15 seconds before we realized it. And I'm not going to get into why we might get into why we actually got up um later. It's not my story to tell, but we got up. And when we got up, the first thing I did, I got up and ran to the door and locked it, make sure and I tried to look for him, try to see if I saw any cars speeding away and I couldn't see nothing. I got on the phone with cops and I was like, "We just been robbed. We're at, you know, blah blah blah." And I need somebody here ASAP. The guys are gone. We don't have any kind of description of who, the, what they look like, or we don't have any kind of description of what they drove off in or how they took off or which way they went. We don't know. And so they got somebody there, and we were there the rest of the afternoon, like, over this, going over the story, going over what happened, going over our side of it. And they were there fingerprinting everything. They were there getting the ballistic round that was fired and running ballistics on it. I said ballistic round that was fired. They were getting the bullet that was fired uh, because we showed them where it was and whatever, then they found it and whatever. So, um, yeah, so that was a crazy story. And we had heard nothing about this whole thing. We had heard nothing for two and a half years. (coughs) Here's why it's relevant now. This... uh, Three days ago, okay? I'm trying to not say um days of the week or anything because I don't know anyway three days ago from this recording I'm about to tell you what happened okay three days ago after two and a half years of hearing nothing about this and anytime someone would ask oh man did they ever catch those guys okay my response was always I don't know I know that the robberies stopped that mo stopped but, and I'm assuming they got the guys, but I don't know. Okay. So a little backstory into that. So there was around that time in my area, like a lot of robberies that were going on with the same MO. That means the same exact scenario was playing out. They would run into a store, shoot one in the air and rob them. Okay. So that was going on in the news. It was very, it was, it was, it was happening quite a bit. Okay. So that all of a sudden stopped. Okay. Heard nothing about it, so that would be my story. Every time somebody would ask, "Did they catch the guys?" Okay, so three days ago, I get a call, my office, from a detective, and he says, "Yeah, um, my name's Sergeant So and So, and I am uh, I'm inquiring about um, this. Excuse me, <coughs> I'm inquiring about this robbery that happened a couple years ago." He said, I, I do apologize. I I didn't tell you guys that we caught the guy. And I was like, wait, what? You caught the guy? Yeah, we caught the guy like two a month or two after he had robbed you guys. And I was like, Oh man, how'd you how, wait, how'd you catch him? Oh uh, well, we took the bullet that was fired and each of the robberies and it all met all went to one gun. Okay. They got the guy with the gun, with possession of the gun. And I wasn't clear on whether they caught him in a robbery or just out and about. I don't know. Now, um oh, it was a it was a tip, that's how they caught him, and he had the gun with him. Somebody um did like a Crime Stopper's anonymous tip, and that's how they that's how they caught the guy. Okay. So he's telling me this and basically he's saying that they caught the guy. He apologized for not reaching out to the victims. To tell them that he does a bad job of this, which I I don't understand how you could not tell victims that you caught the bad guy. I don't know how you could be okay with that. Okay. So he kind of just explains that the guy is a bad guy. And he told me his name and everything. And I looked him up on his name is Edward Moore of Fayetteville, North Carolina. If you are, if you care. Okay. His name is Edward Moore. And you can Google him and you'll see all kind of crazy stuff. This guy has a long history of violence, a long history of stupid larceny, robbery, like assault, like everything, everything bad. Like, lock him up. Like, don't just throw away the key. This guy has a long history. This is all this guy is, okay? Like, I I am usually not one to judge people, but if this is who he is for like 20 years, I mean... Just lock him up. I mean, that's what he wants. That's what he's basically saying. Like, okay, I'm a bad guy. If you don't lock me up, I'm just gonna do him more. Okay. Anyway, so this guy, this guy is so dirty. So he he gets caught. Okay. Then he uh, uh, needs to go to the hospital, assaults a, a sheriff, and escapes. Okay. And they end up catching him again, and um, uh. What was it? Okay, so now the feds are involved. Okay, so the feds are involved in this case now. Um, so there's a couple reasons why the feds could be involved. One, he did rob a bank, and that could just be it. He escaped police custody. I mean, there's a ton of stuff, okay? There's like 16 or 17 like felony uh, charges that he got, okay? Unless you're Justice Smollett, you ain't getting it out of it. I'm just saying. Okay, so he got all this going on. So let's bring into why I got contacted recently. So the his criminal case is coming up, and this makes me so mad because I haven't heard anything for the last two and a half years, and all of a sudden a case is coming up and we need to do an emergency interview with you to see if you'd be a viable witness for his trial. And I'm like, okay, like. I I don't mind telling the story again because I remember this whole thing like it was yesterday. Um, However, I did not see the guy. So I don't know if it was him, you know. And so um, so I was just confused about it. So I was like, yeah, I'll be happy to come in, you know, and talk to somebody about it. So he's like, all right. And Thursday at 10 o'clock, I need you to come to the police station. Give me a call when you get here and I'll come and meet you and bring you my office and we'll have a sit down. (coughs) Okay, no problem. 30 minutes later. I have a doorbell camera on my on my on my house. Thirty minutes later, I get a notification that somebody's at my door, and they're not in any kind of uniform. And this chick's, life. I'm like, "Hey, I'm not there. What? Can, how can I help you?" Hey, I'm uh, I'm with the FBI. I'm agent. You know, blah blah blah, and uh, we need to talk to you about the case. I know that you talked to a detective with the police department, but um, and that you also have a meeting at ten o'clock on Thursday that's fine. We want to keep that meeting. I just need to change the location to the FBI building. And I was like, what? I was like, okay, so you know, I just confirmed a meeting with somebody, but you just showed up at my house. Okay. So my house from this building, from the FBI building, is probably 30 minutes away. Okay. However, she already knew that I had already been in contact with a cop. So why would she reach out? Why would she feel a need to go ahead and Call me or come to my house. Okay, so she did this on a Friday afternoon at five o'clock is when my five my five thirty is when my doorbell camera went off that she was at my front door. Five thirty on a Friday afternoon in traffic in rush hour traffic for the weekend, she decides to take a trip to my house after I already talked to the cops like for what reason? And just to change the location of the meeting. So I'm all sketched out. Like, nah, ain't nah. This Basically, she's saying the FBI took over the investigate or take over the case and the handling prior to the um, trial. And they're trying to get their ducks in a row. OK, I get that. That OK, so apparently, like, I'm one of the easiest people for it to happen to because I'm an employee of the same company. I'm in the same office, that kind of thing. So that makes sense. So but I'm still so sketched out about this. So I um I go to I I I immediately get off the phone and I'm like confirming the arrangements or whatever like. Yeah, I'll meet you at your building. It's a build by the way. The FBI prior to this had not had a building in Fayetteville, North Carolina. They do now and um and the way she described it it was kind of like one of those um um <clears throat> I don't know. She just named this random building. And I was like, yeah, I know that building. She was like, yeah, we're in there. So that's where our offices are. And I'm like, nah, this is scandal. Y'all trying to sucker me there. You're trying to lure me there to kill me. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I ain't into this. This ain't going down. I ain't going out like this. No, but seriously, whenever something crazy like that is happening or whenever I get in my head about stuff like that, I'm always thinking, this is how I'm going to die. So this is how I (laughs) die. Like this is. I'm just like accepting fate. Like all right. Are all my ducks in a a row right now. Because I'm about to die right now. So yeah that was crazy. And so uh, that that was uh, FBI knocking at your door. Tell me that ain't some kind of clickbait right there. FBI knocking at your door. Like that would freak anybody out. Like oh man. That was so surprising to me. So. Um, so what I did was I contacted a lawyer for my company. I was like, Hey, I just, I need to let somebody know what's going on. Okay. Because you as the company have some kind of interest in what's, what's been going on. Seeing as how I was robbed in your office and I was. And and I'm an employee. You guys might want to get me some counsel because I don't know what's happening. So basically, I talked to a lawyer and I told him what's going on. They were kind of saying like it's not uncommon. They've seen things like this where they're just trying to get their ducks in a row for the trial, trying to see if you're a good witness. And I'm like, but I'm not a good witness. And he's like, Yeah, you're probably thinking that you didn't see the guys. So how would you be a good witness? And I was like, yeah, exactly. And he's like, well, it's not always about that. It's not always about what you see. It's about it's basically about the gun possession. He was like, so if they can pinpoint that the gun was the same gun in all these robberies and you can confirm that this gun was, sh- you know, that, that a gun was shot in the air in your office because there was other places that the gun was shot, then you can just confirm what happened. And, you know, you're not necessarily pinpointing anybody. You're just telling your story of, what happened in sharing that in that that is all circumstantial basically, which is scary because circumstantial means <laughs> there's no real hard evidence, right? That's what it seems like, but it's a legit thing, I guess. And, uh, they seem to, they said, if you really want us to, we can get you a lawyer and, um, and go with you to the meeting and all this blah, blah. He's like, but I really don't think it's necessary. Honestly, you know, just tell your side of it, you know, and, and all I'm thinking is like, what if I lie and go to jail like all these other people that be lying and going to jail? And I'm just thinking, eh, ain't no, th- I ain't got nothing to lie about because I didn't, I didn't. They were wearing masks. I know they were black. I know there were three black guys with guns, and they were all in black, and they were all dressed in black. And so I don't, I don't know what they look like. I couldn't pinpoint them. The only reason I know what they look like, the only reason I know what one looks like, is because when they told me who they arrested, I went on Google and found them. And he's also on Facebook, by the way, Edward Moore Fayetteville. You can find him, too. And he, and one of his pictures look like he's incarcerated. I think he got Facebook in prison. I think so. Okay. I, somebody might want to look into this. I don't think you're allowed to have Facebook in prison. Somebody get the passwords. <laughs> Password. Ass- <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that is pretty crazy. I can't believe that happened. So, um I said that like I don't know why I said it like that. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> uh <clears throat> anyway, so a quick word from our sponsor. I have no sponsors. <laughs> Just kidding. I ain't got no sponsors. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so um so a couple of my uh in I guess podcast influencers that if you want to call it that. Uh so certainly Gary Owen, he's my like favorite like podcaster so far. And um I just like it, like he's so cool. Anyway, uh, ear biscuits, which is rent and link. Okay. Um, on YouTube, you would know them as well, and link, but you would know their channel as good mythical morning. Um, H3 H3 podcast is pretty dope. I like them. Um, and, uh, I like their unfiltered side. Like that's pretty cool to me. So interesting. Um, yeah, but those are some of my favorite, like people to listen to on, podcast, Uh, and so you probably would kind of see that, um, I guess, you probably see, I shouldn't say see that influence, you would probably uh, sense that kind of influence, if you know them, you probably would understand, I guess, I guess how I'm designing mine, so I'm going to have guests on my show, and we're going to go into... Um, games. I'm going to be getting all my gifts. Uh, all my guests are going to be getting gifts from me. Um, and so I can't wait to uh, ha- have that going. Uh, I know who my first guest is going to be. I kind of, uh, scheduled it before I even knew the name of this podcast. I scheduled it a long time ago, like as I was like talking about it and we were hyping each other up about it. And so he's going to be my first guest. Um, and, uh, so, um, I'll have my son a couple times. Um, I'll have my best friends in here, you know. So we'll we'll have a good time. And uh, but that's pretty much it for this podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. And um yeah, keep keep it raw out there. Thanks for listening. I, bye. Yeah, I messed up. I stuttered when I said bye. That's not a good way to go out, man. That's not a good way to go out. Bye.